2: It is Friday. Yes, we were on the air yesterday, and we decided, you know what, let's not wait. Let's come back. We have a special, some short edition of the show today. We've got a special guest. We've got lots of good stuff. Parents, kids, music. It's about the relationship that people have with their parents and or children when it comes to music. Show brought to you by the Goldwaters Group and Lounge Renown Records.
0: And here I am.
2: I'm going to bring in Jay Logan. Hi, Jay. How are you today? Hello, Jay. Mister Jay Logan. Hello, Jay. All right. Jay has Jay will be joining us. In the meantime, you know what? I will bring on Gail Davis, because Gail's
3: also with us today.
2: Hi Gail, how are you today?
3: Hey Ian, how you doing today?
2: Excellent. Actually, you know, I think we also got Jay, so let's bring Jay on. Alright, Jay, okay, do we have you?
1: Right. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, everybody out there?
2: It's good. It's like it feels like we just did this yesterday. <laughs>
1: It sure does for some reason, Um, but it's great to be back for this special show. I just think this is going to be a great show for today. So I'm ready to roll. How about you, Ian?
2: I'm good. I'm great. I am excited. It is a beautiful, sunny day here in New York. It's Friday. The weekend's about to begin. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of music to be played, a lot of fun. It's like the first, I mean, this was the first full week of school here in the New York area, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of children happy that this is their the first real Friday of the year, where it's like, it's Friday, they have the whole weekend to do whatever they're doing, because summer is long gone, it is cold, and it is fun. How about you, Jay and Gail?
1: out here it's uh it's very, very sunny. Uh people are having fun and school has started and uh I feel I'm feeling good out here about some of the youth out here are really taking education more serious. I was talking to some youth this morning and they were they were looking at how jobs are hard to get now. So a lot of the youth are taking that in consideration, um, um about being more serious about uh their education. So California is, you know, we're one of the states that's really going through a rough time here, and it's good to see that the young folks out here are are being smart about their education, and a lot of them are wanting to be uh, different things like lawyers, firemen, you know, even the president. So it's kind of cool. Uh, the economy thing is pretty, you know, bad, but it's helped the youth see how important it is to get a good education.
2: Absolutely, and I'm and, Gal, and what is the educational situation where you are in New Jersey and with just programs happening in schools and things being cut and things that are actually going on? Like, what are the cool things that you've been experiencing?
1: Well, she, she's probably stepped away for a minute. Um... Oh,
2: I see. Gail I think Gail did it up for a second. I see her. She is back. Okay, Gal, can you hear us?
3: Yes, Jake, and Ian, can you hear me?
2: Yes, we yes. can. Yes, we can. Okay.
3: Yeah, so well, did you no. have a chance to hear that question? Yes, I did. And cool. one of the things that I will share with you is that I don't just look at the, you know, youth and music and all that stuff in New Jersey or New York since I'm based out of New York, New Jersey, and London, I look at the whole sphere of what's happening with youth today, you know. And really, we have no idea as adults what's happening with youth. We think we do, but we don't. And they tell us what they want us to know. But in order to become immersed in it, you have to talk to a bunch of them and just, like, see what's going on, see what's up. And what I'm finding is youth are coming together, it's always that need for peer understanding, and it's always that need to have a good relationship at home with their parents. If they see that their parents are hardworking, whether they're wealthy, whether it's in an urban environment, or whether it's a parent that doesn't have enough money, they see the work ethic, they go for it. And if they also see a parent that no matter how hard they work is going for their own passion, it helps that youth believe that they can do the same thing, too. And they they begin to inspire each other. So with the cutbacks in school, so many of us, even the youth themselves, are creating programs that allow them to get their music, their art, and everything else. That's what I'm finding globally.
1: Wow. But is there something? Is there something, real that some of the youth that you've been um, talking to is certain subjects that they're and stuff that they like to retain? Like, is it math? Is it social studies? Is it history? Or is it all of the above? just favorite. Well, some, of them, they some like? of them are
3: saying that they're tired of seeing, like, when they read stuff online that we're talking about them like they don't exist. You know what I mean? Or well, we're doing mm-hmm. studies on them. Like, we we know what they're talking about. We know what kind of music they like. We know that they like to download their music for free and stuff like that. A lot of youth I speak to, they're like, you know, you shouldn't say that about us, you know. So it's really interesting that they're, and it's really interesting to find out that while they're into their math and the school and everything, for some of them, music plays a big part in their learning ability. And for them, Technology plays a big part. When I asked them about writing and script, because script has been taken out of the schools, they said that even though the, school, some of the most of the schools are not even taught anymore in the States and in some parts of London, they said they realized that they have to write to write out their own thoughts. So a lot of them carry notebooks, and I asked them why. And they're like their parents told them that if you want to really know what's in your thoughts, you're not going to always have a computer with you. So why don't you... Take, buy a small notebook and write your ideas down. And Because when you think about it, the one cool thing about texting, because that's what most youth do, is that they're not on a computer typing. So it still is a manual thing of having to express yourself by typing on the keyboard. So it's like a no-brainer for them to begin to write down their thoughts and what they want to see in the schools and, you know, just getting back to both moving forward with technology, but also that, that form of just just like holding a book writing, what they do. some of them told me they found out they forgot how to write because they were always on the computer. Wow. And by being able to write out their thoughts, by like literally being able to write out their thoughts and be help them, like like some of them like to write short stories, it has them realize they like other types of music from just writing short stories. And that's both the guys and the girls.
1: Wow. That's uh. That's understandable. That's kind of like uh, if you get off the bicycle, you forget, you forget how to ride a bike. So I can understand them not knowing how to so use a pencil and a uh, pen. And uh, what's funny is I was watching a show about that, Gail, where they say that using a pen and a pencil is more healthy for you than using a computer-type board or keyboard. So and the doctor said so that helps your brain and helps your heart by using a pen and a paper or a pencil in the paper. So that's amazing and that maybe you should get like back. <laughs> yeah, well,
3: both are important. Both are important because it has you realize between your head and between
1: mm-hmm.
3: you having the control of what you want to write, that's your own self-expression. You get to write about whatever you want. You get to draw whatever you want. And so that's great. They came up with this new thing. It's not that new, but um, Wacom came up with it the ones who come up with the um, writing utensils, the graphite pens, to draw online. They've got this new thing where you can draw on a piece of paper and it goes directly into the computer. It's really cool. So that means that the person that's drawing gets to draw on the paper and have the drawing physically there for them, and they have that same drawing on on, on the computer as well. And it's a regular oh. pencil. So. It's the coolest thing. And you you use a regular pencil and a regular thing, and a lot of the kids are getting into it. They love it because they get to be on the paper with the pen or the, um, the sketching pencil and still do what they want to do.
1: Oh, that's cool. Peter. That's a cool bit of technology there. Too. I'm... Well,
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. Ian, also, also... mm.
2: Well, my thoughts are in my pocket. I always, although I do, I'm a very digital guy and I'm, Obviously, I'm not a child in school, but I always carry a note, a small notebook and a pencil because I know that as great as my laptop is and my iPhone is that sometimes the best ideas and there's just this level of creation when I've got my paper and I'm just writing in pencil, like, I know, Gail, you've seen, I've, I, how many notebooks I've gone through in like the years that I've known you that there's something about just not having to just wait to just text something or write something and just write it down. And I know that it's great to have ideas. Ideas should not be suppressed. Will every idea that a child or an adult has manifest to Craig's? No, but it's... Like, if you don't start from somewhere and you're just not being creative to begin with, then there's going to be no results.
3: You know, Ian, I so, 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 so agree with you. Because um, one of the things is, I you know, you've known me for years, and you know I go through just as many notebooks as you do. I think the only difference is you use pencil, and we're always laughing with each other that I use pen, so I always have to, like, scribble out something if I want to erase it. But it's something about putting all your ideas down and being able to go back to them, you know being able to go back to them and when you see your own handwriting and you can look back and you're like that's my own self expression it's it's the coolest thing, and when we took it out to schools, it's almost like kids just go along so that's that's the um that's you know that's pretty much my thoughts on it. You know, and the thing that we also have to remember, too, we're not, you know, we're not old, but we're not 15. And so for some of these kids, they want immediate gratification because, you know, I know I still get like this. Do you ever notice when you're online and the page doesn't turn quick enough? Do you guys ever notice that? Uh, Yep. So, and we all get annoyed. So it's like the coolest thing to be able to just – have that happen real quick. What it teaches, what me and Ian and, and you are, are talking about, Jay, is when you're in, and, and kids are, it teaches them patience. It teaches them to create using and expand their mind using technology and their own personal thought process. Their own personal, like, you know, what am I going to create today? I want to draw a guy with a head or, you know, things like that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, you and know,
2: you knew, I you drew the- Guys with heads.
1: I, I agree with that, Gail, the patience thing, because, you know, it reminds me, when you take your time, it's, it's fun sometimes. When you take your time, and it's fun. And so um, I like to take my time and let the sun hit me in the head, and, and, and some of these kids will find out. But, you know, like even my daughter, Janina, everything is rushy-rushy. She wants to finish her homework real quick so she can do something else. But as it, when we grew up, we took our time, and it was, it was fun making things, you know, to our likings, you know, to what we thought was per- perfection to uh, what we like. And you know? I disagree with sometimes taking your time is fun when you write your book report, when you're drawing a picture, instead of rushing through these uh, these websites and doing everything real fast. And have some, So that shows that technology has done a little damage because it makes everything so easy and quick. You, you miss the fun. You miss the fun, you know. So I agree with you, Gail. And I wanted to say that because it's so true what you're saying. Sometimes having a little patience it's better. And and, and you know, you know, by knowing you, Gail, you taught me that. <laughs> so it, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> I wanted to um ask you guys today? about <clears throat> Well, I wanted to ask you guys about the uh and Ian about the new upcoming X Factor show that's coming up on Wednesday, I believe. And uh it's going to be an hour and a half, and I just want to get a couple of thoughts, you know, if you guys will, what do you think about that? Uh, will it last, or will it be another American uh, got talent, or will it totally bomb? So I just want to get a couple of thoughts on that, because it's going, to, it's going to be a big thing, and they have a couple of celebrities on there, L.A. Reed and Simon Powell and all these great people. I just wanted to get some thoughts on that, because it's coming up. I know it might be a topic more for next, next week's show, but... I just wanted to hear what you guys had to say about that because a lot of these kids out here don't want to be on X Factor and uh because they saw a couple of groups on uh Pop Life and a couple of other young groups out there and I want to get your thoughts on that uh any any uh, thoughts
2: You know I think that I think that the time is right because it's like I if you asked me this a year ago I would have thought that the X Factor is going to be so big and it's going to be a repeat of what happened in England where the X Factor became so successful that Idol, like Pop Idol, which is the original version of the show that, be, that spawned American Idol, was canceled. And that was even with Simon Cowell still on both shows. However, the big wild card this year was The Voice that premiered. This spring on NBC, while American Idol was on, I think the issue is about saturation. And, however, in the fall, usually the focus is on new scripted television series, and you've got sports, you've got football, you've got a listening. lot of
3: things. <laughs> That's
2: okay, I got them. No problem.
3: Goodbye.
2: Gail? Yes. Yeah Yeah we, as we were saying that it's going to be interesting to see if it's just if there's just too much odd and it's if X factor will get lost amongst everything else that's premiering in the fall or if it's really that good to the point where perhaps in the future American Idol might be disappearing who knows and and I know that we've got our guest on but Gail do you have any quick thoughts about the X Factor and how and what you think it's going to do in terms of music you know competition sure and fighting talent. Sure is, I'm going to say that question for Kevin
3: Lee because I want to hear what he has to say on that one. Excellent. So are we, are we ready to bring him in? Yes, we are. I am so excited about Kevin.
2: All right, here. How about you introduce? Yeah. How about you introduce Kevin and then he comes on?
3: I met the most amazing gentleman in New York City the other day. His name is Kevin Lee. And he's with Monster Cable. He has started his own co- company called Soul Republic. And it's a really great idea where he's targeting youth and children to have their own mid-price um, headphones. that they, they can really get a great quality of sound listening to music. And as we know, youth love music. And it's at a, a really cool, affordable price where it's not $600. So it's really so great, and I really wanted to bring Kevin on to talk about it and, and share what and why he came up with such a great idea. And lastly, this is a gentleman that worked with uh, Dr. Dre on Beats Audio, so this we're very privileged to have him today. Kevin, thanks for being on with us.
0: Hi, Gail. How are you?
3: Doing great, doing great. Welcome to our show with Ian and Jay, and... Uh, you know we really want to find out more about soul republic and the amazing thing you're doing i thought it was amazing offering these types of earphones where you know you can change up the design and you can the flexibility the the rim around the earphones i thought it was so great can you share with us you know like how you came up with this concept and you know a little bit about uh, beats audio and, and Dre and your experience there
0: well, first of all, it all started when I was a little kid. No, but that, actually that is the truth of it. Um, you know, actually I I was born in audio cloud. My father's the head monster of Monster Cable, so I grew up always uh passionate around music and sound and the importance of sound there and that's kinda why uh, you know, my father and I at Monster, we did um you know, we did speaker cables and then uh power, but we also made speakers and surround sound music and uh, and that's why and that's where we had the great opportunity to work with um um Jimmy Iveen and Dr. Dre on the Beats by Dre headphones and uh they are our, you know fantastic partners there and that was a great project for me to work on I was honored to work with my dad on that but the reason why I did this new company is because um I want to continue my father's passion around uh, great sound uh for everyone and so I wanted to do what I can to uh, look at um, headphones in the mid price range. You know, as far as I can tell, you know, around a hundred dollars. hundred dollars is not cheap, but it's all, but it is you know affordable to a lot more people than some of the higher end price models. So uh, I couldn't find anything that looked good uh, or sounded good. And, and the reason why I say it looked good is because, as you know, when talk when it talks about you guys talk about uh, uh, kids and youth, uh, looks is actually really important, and I'd argue to say they probably care, care more about what their headphone looks like on them than what it sounds like, and, uh, you know, uh, I want to try to deliver both. So that's what we did, is kind of a first $100 headphone that looks good and sounds good.
3: Well, you know, Kevin, it's so, it's, it's interesting you say that, because I think, I have I to agree with you, and I think Jay and Ian would agree with you, that as kids, we like the way something looks, and we want to be really hip about the latest sound. And I actually have to say, your price is great, because if you go to Apple, parents are buying their kids new earphones that can cost anywhere up to 120 And though I love you, Apple, I'm sorry to say that, you know, the headphones are not the same quality as a Beats Audio or a Soul Republic that the kids would need. So, you know, the question I have to ask you, is too, is, we're kind of curious, like, how did you get into loving music so much, and are you a
0: hip-hop fan? I would love to know that. <laughs> um, well, I got to say that that's not where I started. I grew up, uh, a friend of mine says I'm an old 70s funk guy, and uh, I grew up on bands like First Wind & Fire, which my dad actually just released, a uh, announced a headphone uh, with. So, um, I mean, we got to work with one of, uh, you know, bands that are, me and my dad's favorite, you know, dream band to work with. Um, but I grew up on Earth, Wind and & Fire and bought Skags and, you know, uh, and that, that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, I was probably late to the hip-hop music genre, you know, and I kind of wish I, I, I adopted it earlier and my friends were into it because, uh, you know, although everything I hear about KRS-One and, and those kind of things, it's uh, it seems like that's what the real hip-hop roots was. And I, I feel honest, it wasn't part of my, uh, my repertoire. But, um, but over the over the years, I did start to love hip hop because I love the beat. You know, I love the bass. I love the way it makes you feel. Uh, I love the so- celebratory aspect of it. So yeah, I got to say I'm I am a true hip hop fan. But I'm also now like maybe ten years ago when I started kind of adopting hip hop. I'm also now becoming more and more of a dance and electronica fan uh, too as well. Really.
3: So, let me ask you this, your father's love for music and your love of music, like, how did you, how did it come together? I mean, did you grow up on the same music listening to the same music he did, or did he listen to the same music, did you guys have family time with that? How was it for you guys? Oh,
0: it's kind of funny, it, it was family time for us, so, um, both of my parents loved music, and actually, it actually was, it, it started with the things that create music, which is instruments, so, and you know, and funny kids don't realize actually there are instruments that actually make music sometimes. But um, but my father was a drummer, and so I was a drummer growing up, um, playing with my father in his band, and that's how we really kind of got into it.
3: Wow! So you know, it's it's funny because we have Jay Logan on, and um, Jay is a very well-known uh, producer working with everyone from Loose End to MC Hammer. Bobby Brown, and folks like that. And, you know, um, we'd love to have you and Jay talk a little bit about the Earthquen and Fire thing. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, well,
0: I, yeah, hey, okay. it, 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 They just did a free concert here in New York that uh, Monster uh, um, uh, uh, provided with uh, JNR uh, Music World, and uh, they did it right on the uh, the pier over there, you know, on the east side and it was outdoors, and I was late to the show trying to run up and catch my father. you know, announce the headphones, and so I missed them, but what I saw was just a crowd full of people that you could tell were diehard Earthland and fire fans, singing the songs, really emotionally connecting with the band, and I actually had multiple meetings to go to, so I actually tried to jet out right away, but I couldn't because those guys sounded so good even though I've heard them a thousand times.
1: Hi Kevin, this is Jay Logan. How are you this, today?
0: Uh, I'm doing fine. Jay, how you doing?
1: Fine. That's uh, ironic um, that uh, Gail ran into you because you guys put on a show at San Francisco Civic Auditorium, and the Forest concert was sponsored by Monster. And um, yeah, you saw from... that show.
0: <laughs> I'm jealous. I didn't. I couldn't make that show, and I heard it was a great one.
1: It was a great show. My best friend. My best friend is Earth on the Fire's drummer. His name is John Paris. And so um, I sat in some of your seats in your section where you had all the monster people uh, sitting in, and I had great seats there, and I enjoyed the show. I don't know. I think your dad or you or somebody came on and said something about Earth on the Fire before the show started. So I don't know who that was, but I'm thinking it was maybe you or your – Pardon me?
0: I'm sure that was my father.
1: Yes, yeah, he came up and he said he was presenting Earth, Wind, and Fire to San Francisco. Wonderful gentleman. And then here you are, Gail, uh, ran into you, and here you are on our show. I just think that's very, very wonderful. And the show was great. You guys put on a great, um, great, a great show, Earthwind and Fire. And I'm pretty sure they used all your cabling, and I use your product all the time in our in our recording studios. I, I, I have some questions about the specs on your Dr. Dre headphones. Did you come up with the specifications?
0: Um, well, uh, on, the, on the Beats headphones, it was a collaboration of uh, Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine, and my father to create the sound in those in, in those headphones. And, and it really was the, the, the three of them. I mean, Dre knew what what kind of sound he wanted out of those headphones, and my father being a diehard file and creating speakers for a number of years, uh, knew how to figure out how to get a, a headphone to sound to actually sound that way.
1: Well, who came up with the isolation technology? To the isolation, who thought of
0: that? Uh, Monster did. You know, we have a great team of uh, diehard engineers that can, you know, pretty much make anything if we give enough time to figure it out.
1: And um, are there going to be in the future any type of studio monitors? That a person, an engineer or a producer, could use monster monitors. Do you see any of that kind of technology coming out any time soon, where we'd be able to mix things? Great set of speakers. Uh,
0: yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, we don't talk about future products until we officially <laughs> announce it. But uh, I would say you could t- that my father's passion is definitely in there in terms of making great products for professional musicians. I wouldn't be surprised if you heard something in the future.
1: That that that's wonderful, and I'm 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 looking like like you said the cheapest pair of headphones for kids to have are what what is the cheapest price that the what they would cost for you know kid going to middle school with an iPod.
0: Well, here's the deal: most kids buy uh, um, earbuds and things like that for twenty dollars or little on ears for thirty dollars, and. Um and they buy them from from some of the old school brands in in headphones and audio, as well as some of the the new kids on the block, if you will uh on there um but the problem I have with a lot of the products that are out there is that they don 't not only do they not sound very good but um uh, they actually sound distorted and they actually have music they only reproduce music in that mid range they don 't have bass and they don 't have highs. And, okay. uh, you know, speaking as a parent, it's really important, That's uh, uh, really significant because kids love to play their music loud. And I would argue that a lot of us parents like to play our music loud, even though we might not admit it. But because kids like to play their music loud, the reason why they're doing it is they play it loud so that they can feel the music. Now, but you hear your music in the highs, but you feel it in the bass. And so they're turning it loud so they can feel the bass. But when A headphone doesn't have bass. All they're going to hear is more mid-range and distorted highs. And so, actually, there's a lot of research. I'm not making any claims on my side, but I I have seen a lot of research around um, hearing loss in consumers, Mm -hmm. especially in kids. And it just happens to be the same uh, range of frequencies that most of these cheap earphones accentuate. So I think that's starting to add up. So as a parent, uh, talking to the parents around music for their kids and, and the importance of sound, one good sound is important to have just so you can have a better music experience first and foremost. But from a safety uh, issue, you should have, uh, you should also have headphones uh, for your kids that have full sound, that have bass, that have power, because they're gonna turn it up, which is not a bad thing, but they should listen to the music safely by hearing that full range of music, if that makes any sense.
1: So they're safer. It's sa- I, I believe that's safer when they have the full the full band- bandwidth and the full, the full uh, frequencies. It's safer for the kids and you're not tearing their eardrums up because they get the full bandwidth, and that's wonderful. So
0: I, I think that's yeah, great. And
1: what,
0: and, uh, and what we did with the Solar Public headphones is uh, we spent a lot of time having, like, a real strong mid-bass kick, you know, that, that kids uh, really love. But I spent the most amount of time uh, trying to control the highs uh, so that these headphones are designed that no matter how loud you turn it up. And, uh, and it gets worse when I talk about safe hearing when it comes to bad recordings and compressed, you know, cheap digital downloads, which, is you know, as you guys probably talk about a lot of this show, a lot of kids are getting the music from because that accentuates the mid highs. So I spent a lot of time controlling those mids and highs so you can turn up as loud as you want. Uh, and it's never going to really sound distorted, and hopefully do a better job of protecting yours.
1: Thanks very much. I appreciate those answers. It's wonderful. You know, um,
3: Kevin, I had a question. I, I tell me if I heard correctly. Did you say you're a parent?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, I am. I'm a parent. I got three kids. And how old
3: is your your kids?
0: Uh, Thirteen, eight, and five.
3: So, you really are dealing with them listening to music right now and the and and their
0: own likes and dislikes around music am i right? oh yeah, my son is uh my thirteen year old son is very critical of our headphone designs and and things like that if i hear if I make anything wrong, he'll complain about it
3: so what what have you you know since you have that relationship with your son that's great. You know, one of the things we talk about here on Parents, Kids Music is the music that the parents listen to that and, and what their parents listen to. Is, your, is it music you listen to? Like, do you feel like your dad now, like when he must have been growing up with you as a kid? Do you feel like that with your 13-year-old and your 5- and 8-year-olds?
0: Yeah, well, it's it's funny. Um, um, I, I'd say that, that, at least from in, in my family uh, history, going back and going forward, I think we're introducing music to our parents. So, you know, like I said, I grew up on funk and earth with a fire and basquets. So I love all that. But I got to tell you, my dad has a larger R. Kelly collection than I do. You know, what? And what? Yeah, he does. he does. He loves R. Kelly. So, wow. honestly, <laughs> I say your, your kids, though,
3: what do they love?
0: Yeah, so, but... But uh, some of the music, a lot of music I listen to, yeah. is something that my 13 year old and my 8 year old uh, have given me. They're, they email me song titles all the time, or I call them and they say, "Daddy, listen to this song," and they play it on their iPad and you know, off of YouTube and that kind of thing. So and I love it. I'm like, "What's that song?" You know, like uh, there's a kind of a pop band like Oasis that came out a little while ago. So I get a lot of songs on my favorite playlist that actually came from my kids. Wow, and you know, wow, with,
3: the, with your but
0: also, new company, but artists now, do a great job playing music for 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 parents and kids. Like Katy Perry, for example, you know, little kids like Katy Perry, and I like Katy Perry, and a lot of adults do.
3: Interesting. Well, Kevin, I have a question for you. With Soul Republic and starting your own company, you know, you said that your son has been critical of your earphones. Does he listen to them? Does he use your earphones?
0: You know, my uh, my son, uh, my my kids live in Asia, so I only see them every couple of months. They have not heard the new headphones, but they all said when I'm going over there to see them in a few weeks, they all said I better bring some headphones over so they can hear the new ones. But they have listened to all of the Monster headphones, of them, so they're, they're they're headphone fanatics.
3: Well, if you don't mind, Kevin, if we could get for a few seconds over to your, you know, like you starting your own company, okay? That entrepreneurial spirit. And what made you target youth? Like we, you know, we know why you designed it for them. And but what is it that you love about the youth culture and music that made you say, "Hey, let me go for it"?
0: Um, you know, I, I guess you know a couple of sides. You know, one is um, is when it comes. To, I guess if it's not youth, it's it's an older gener- You know, the older older crowd. But the older crowd is we're already well served by a lot of you know audio brands. You know. Cliffs, Infinity, you know, Panasonic, Sony, and all those guys, you know, and, and Monster inclu- included in that. So uh, it's the – but when it comes to kids, they don't know any audio brands, so they don't care about it, which means they also don't care about sound. So uh, – and they are, um, I think, pretty close, pretty in a few years. They're going to be uh, – the echo boomer generation of kids and young adults is going to be more than, more than 50% of the world's population. Uh, and, you know, they are so music-centric. So, um, you know, if I was to want to make products for the the most largest group of consumers that will be my group of consumers for the next 50 years, then uh, kids is obviously uh, the right place. Plus, I listen to music that kids listen to. So it's just, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. The truth is I might be 42 years old, but I'm still a kid myself.
2: Absolutely. I'm Kevin, this is Ian. Um, how how are you today? Hello. Excellent, um, Kevin. I got a question about, I know you listen with your headphones, but how do you and your children listen to the music? What is the technology? Is it all digital? Is it all, do you use any actual physical media? Um, what is what is your personal um, music setup
0: look like? Um, I, I think... Uh... Uh, Mostly we listen to on iPods, and uh, we mostly listen to plugging into like an iPod uh, a dock. And right now our favorite one to use is uh, uh, um, the uh, beatbox, the beat by Dre beatbox that Monster made. Uh, Oh wow! So it
2: all works together. So it's not just so it all works together, and it's not just about the headphones, but just using that technology for, for like, bigger spaces.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's the thing is, you know, when you don't uh, listen to good headphones, what are you listening to? And it has been challenging for to get good sound in, in a home. And, uh, you know, a lot of these smaller iPod docks don't do that, you know. They're nice to play backup music in the kitchen or whatever, but there aren't a lot of good-sounding, you know, uh, iPod docks that will fill a room. In a way, your headphone will fill fill your head when you put it on there. So, I think the beatbox is about the only one I would recommend, and I know it's a biased opinion, um, but that's my uh, truthful opinion around that. But there's also, you know, new technology that's come out recently that makes it fun and easier. Apple has a new technology called AirPlay that I'm I'm sure you guys have talked about on the show before, but that'll make it fun, more fun for the family, parents and kids to play music as they're less about fighting for the cord now and just, uh, you know, playing it on their iPod. <laughs> well,
3: you know, it's funny, Kevin, because there's a little-known secret that I don't think a lot of people know. In, in between your Soul Republic launch and your Monster Cable, you actually worked at Apple.
0: Yeah, how did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> a little party. <funny. laughs> you did your Holy cow. Uh, uh yeah, I did take a stint at working for uh, the Apple retail group.
3: And what's really good about that is it, it gives you, you know, my question is do you feel like it gives you, you know, a really good um, sense between Apple and, you know, um, Monster Cable and Soul Republic? I would think that would give you a great sense about what families and kids, like you just shared with us, know.
0: Uh, yeah apple, working for apple is a great experience, but it was just natural extent that both my father and I had been apple fans day one uh you know i think i worked had to work two summers, uh two uh uh two summers uh to save up enough money to buy my first apple two e um back in the day and um you know my dad and I have been just diehard apple fans, so it was really quite exciting for me to to go actually work for the company for a couple of years.
3: Did it help you make your any um, of your decisions in creating Soul Republic on what was the, the best? Um, I what was the best th- thing for sound for the youth? Did that help a lot?
0: You know, I, I didn't understand the beginning of the question. What was the what?
3: Did it? And you working for Apple a couple of years ago and being such an Apple fan, did it? Did it support you in your research when you created Soul Republic?
0: Um, no, I don't, I don't think that experience particularly supported in the research. I mean, I don't know if it doesn't take much research to know that kids listen to a lot of music, um, but, but what we didn't know is whether kids would care about sound. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think I would have done Silver Republic if if our Beats by line wasn't successful, uh, because what Beats uh, did is that it proved that, that kids and, and all people actually would care about sound. And, you know, that's what they're doing. Kids are talking about sound like it's a brand-new thing, you know, because they didn't grow up on stereos. And, in fact, their their parents got rid of their stereos when their kids started getting iPods. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the reason why we knew that uh, so the public would be a, a next good thing. Uh,
1: uh, Kevin, um, this, is Jay Lo- this is Jay Logan again. Um, I recently read an uh, article in Billboard article about durability. Could you share with the audience uh, some parts of that article about durability of your headphones?
0: Uh, yeah and yeah, with a with a nice interview uh with Billboard. Uh, I honestly don't remember what was said in the article. Uh there was was there a particular aspect you wanted me to talk about, Jayla
1: yeah, you were. It seemed like you were uh, very, very concerned about you didn't want your product to break. You know, like you buy some of these other cheap headphones from the flea market or from these different places, and you seemed like you were very concerned about making a good product that would stand the test of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I appreciate you uh, bringing that up. Um, the other thing that uh, most people complain about is that headphones always seem to break. and uh and and so all the parents listening probably can resonate with the fact they probably bought more than one pair of headphones for their kids um you guys can't, you you can't blame the manufacturers because uh making a headphone is very complicated there are 'cause it's not just an electronic audio device but it's a device that we spend a thousand times taking on and off and then throw in our bag or let it drop from the bottom of the <laughs> minivan and we all step on as we're getting out of the cars and that kind of stuff. So um uh headphones are very prone to breaking because of the complexity of the headband. So we wanted to make a headband that was unbreakable. So if you look at our designs at Silverpub you'll see that it's a single uh it's a headband made out of a single piece of advanced uh uh, polymer, or kind of a plastic, so there are no moving parts, and this plastic is virtually indestructible, and if you go on the site, there's some videos of it there, so we think wow. we've come out with a headphone that that looks good and sounds good, but solves the um, uh, issue of uh, headphones breaking apart. I think this thing, this, this rock solid, almost will never break.
1: Well, so that's wonderful. Uh, I have a suggestion. I always misplace my headphones, so could you put a clapper on there so I can find them? Cause a lot of times my, my, uh, kids, they, you know, <laughs> my kids, you know, my kids always lose their headphones. We never can find them. But that might be good for my story because then I have to go buy another pair. But, you know, maybe you put a clapper on there. I'll just clap and I can find them. And uh, so that's my, one of my suggestions for your next uh,
0: version. Uh, you, you know what? <laughs> you know what? When, if I can solve that, I'll, I'll also make sure you never lose your car keys, too. <laughs> I need that too. All right, guys. That's well, hey, guys, it's such a pleasure. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I love what you guys are doing.
3: Yes, and, and Kevin, we thank, thank you. you for being a part of the show and look forward to uh, speaking with you in the future. And is there any. Right. Kevin, we do have one last thing we want to ask you. What, is, what would you leave people who want to start their own business, young people who are. Kids themselves or young adults coming out of college, please give them one thought before you leave the show about starting their own
0: business. Okay, well, maybe I'll give them uh, 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 four real quick things. One, do a lot of different stuff in your career before you try to start your own business. You need multiple skills and knowledge base to be successful. Two, uh, uh, expect that you're going to fail before you succeed. Three, live with your parents save every single dollar don't move out you know until you're successful uh you know do it on your own um and then uh, uh the, the fourth one is uh is um think completely uh out of the box meaning uh just because you see one successful idea doesn't mean you can, you can replicate it if if you're doing the same thing as others then you you're guaranteed to be a commoditized so, you, so If it's out there, if it's something that hasn't been done, or people don't think that you can get it done, uh, that probably means you're on the right track.
3: Well, thank you, Kevin, for your time. And uh, we will share with the audience here and uh, abroad uh, via podcast uh, about your sharing today about just everything. And good luck with Soul Republic. In any way that we can support you, we will.
0: All right, great. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Thank too. you. Wow, what a great guest we had. He was absolutely amazing and, and the thing I think I love is that he went into about his kids and, you know, even the fact that his uh, son actually gives him his opinion on what he's doing. I think that's amazing. That shows the you know, what this show is all about. The camaraderie with the child and the parent. And I'm sure that makes a difference in the, the child's schooling and what he does and how much fun he has with music and everything else. And most importantly, as we all come from different cultures, the freedom to play the music that his, his son wants to play and still be a great student, I think that's so great. Any any last words from you and Jay today?
1: Well, I'm just happy that he cares about the consumers. You know, he seems to, like, really care about what what he's selling, he's not just selling junk. And I thought that was wonderful that he wanted the things to last a long time because like most uh, entrepreneurs or the would want things to break so they can sell more of them. But it seems like he was more concerned about the consumers having something that would last. And I really like that about Kevin because he wanted to make something that you wouldn't have to keep buying over and over and over. So you would actually have to run over them with a dump truck to break the thing. And I, I appreciate that. I think that was wonderful
3: you know, Jay, you're actually right. The the piece that you're speaking of is made out of like a poly material that's very flexible. So it's actually an excellent piece of material that he used, and it's like a polymer or something like that. So I I think that parents will be very happy that they don't have to constantly replace the earphones or the headphones. Uh, Ian, what about you? Any last words?
2: You know, the thing I still want to see is, headphones I know I've broken so many of the iPhone headphones I want to see good quality headphones that I can put in my pocket like those beats by Dr Dre like they're big and yes they are high tech and as Kevin said they they are very they're difficult to make and to design and it's like kudos to them for just making such a remarkable product I think what's next is getting them in the
3: pocket. And I'm well, guess what, that. Ian? You'll be quite shocked. Soul Republic offers earphones like that. <laughs> nice. I'm looking forward so, to that. And it's already out, so you can actually purchase them.
1: Yeah, I have a, wow. a question for you. I have a question for you, Gail. How did you know that you worked for Apple? I mean, how did you know that? that, that you know, that's just a great well, answer. Yeah, how no, did you know is- that?
3: <laughs> well, as I said, a little birdie told me. I can't always tell who my birdies are.
1: <laughs> well, great research, because that's really, that was interesting, you know, that was interesting. That was, that was, well, I
3: found it pretty interesting for him as well, you know, uh, that he he's very lucky to have all of the, you know, not only his father being an entrepreneur, but what he's so well rounded. The, the, the points that he gave to the young people in being an entrepreneur were right on, because he gave himself a well-roundedness, too, you know. And one of the other things in, in the – the other thing in a day is that Type. this company. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah, that was very interesting, and that was, you know, what I like about –
2: Down you where you're you're going in and
1: out well
3: so yeah, so, um, yeah, so, as I said, um, the very great thing is that he gave us some really great points right. and uh right, and he ended on those points, and he's well rounded himself. Right. So go. that's, good. that's, that's you know, that's it for the show today, guys. And any last words with everyone? I think it's treasure.
2: I think it's a treasure. it is treasure. <laughs> I think
1: well, it's been a, today... Show has been a tre- <laughs>
2: go ahead, Jay. What well, is your treasure? The,
1: show, it's, the show has been a treasure today. I'm glad we did a special show. And, you know, it's inter- interesting how Kevin you know, got turned on from his kids and, and to new songs and groups. So I thought that was great that his kids, he gets a, he actually gets a B plus for musical health because he listens to his kids and he listens to his kids about groups and music. And that's what parents and kids is about. You know, kids sharing with the parents and parents sharing with the kids. And that's a treasure. So I wanted to just say that, make that a point. So, time
3: to bring out with
2: first My Treasure is Treasure, the song. My Treasure is Treasure, too. All right, so are we ready to bring out the treasure, everyone? Yeah. All right, Gail, Jay, and Kevin, thank you very much. And everyone listening, thank you. We will see you next time here on Parents, Kids Music. Everyone, you have an excellent day.